Why the insurance commissioner's office? Get a bit of the resume here. You've worked in the insurance business uh, basically your professional life. Tell us about the resume. Well, actually, I started in the insurance business by accident. When I was 18 years old, I was going to uh, sell real estate. But interest rates were 21%. It was 1979. And the agent that was a real estate insurance company, and the insurance company, uh, the agent said to me, why don't you find me prospects for, uh, you know, when people's homeowner expires and I'll pay you. That actually launched a marketing company that served independent insurance agents and that we grew to 36 employees in about seven years and eventually sold to a large advertising agency. So my background has been in and around the business in one form or the other. Um, and, and really, Tim, I've even written a book about insurance called Standing Up, a Consumer's Guide to Insurance. Insurance is kind of the heartbeat of the free enterprise system. And I've lived the American dream. You know, I was the first in my family to go to college. My dad was a truck driver, dropped out in eighth grade. And, and so I saw him build a business in the backyard. And, and you really can't do anything of economic significance without insurance. And so that's frankly why I like the business, because it's, it's so close to the American dream. It also is at its core a promise-keeping business. Uh, because really, unlike other products, you're buying a promise of something to come in the future. And so, um, and I like, my wife used to say, I like to say I was a promise keeper for being promise keeping was cool, you know, so. <laughs> Jim Beck with us, candidate for state insurance commissioner. So insurance is the heartbeat uh, of, of our private sector economy. Right about now, and especially in this town, there are people who might point to some other less flattering body part to describe the insurance yeah. industry. Uh, you're familiar, I'm sure, the dust up between yeah. Blue Cross yeah. Blue Shield of Georgia, Piedmont, uh, and the hundreds of thousands, uh, including uh, several thousand here in our town, uh, mm-hmm. who are basically out of network now with Piedmont waiting for that situation to be resolved. A two-part question here. First of all, tell us what's at work here. From your perspective, you've seen this business from the inside and out. Uh, What's at work here, and what could and should an insurance commissioner do? So the first thing we need to to recognize is this, this conflict could easily have been foreseen several months ago when Piedmont uh, a hospital sued Blue Cross Blue Shield. Blue Cross Blue Shield made a decision that was very controversial. They basically decided that if a person goes to the hospital at night or over the weekend with a sick child, for example, and then then Blue Cross looks back at the circumstances and decides that should have waited, that your child should have waited till Monday, that they will only reimburse at rates as if you had waited to go to the doctor on Monday. So I know it's a little convoluted, but in other words, they're not going to treat what in their mind was a non-emergency situation uh, with emergency rates. Now, the problem with that, just frankly, as a, as a father, is, you know, if my baby, who's now 25, but if he were a little fellow wanted to go, need to go to the hospital at 3 in the morning, I would have cared less what, you know, Blue Cross Blue Shield thought about it. Um, it was arrogant, and, and Piedmont stood up to them which is very unusual. Most of these hospitals are cowered down uh, by the, by, especially by Blue Cross Blue Shield. And Peabot stood up to them and took them to court over it. And so this was coming. Frankly, had I been the current commissioner, um, I would have been having regular updates from both parties uh, as to how the contract dispute was going. And it also is especially a problem because, as you pointed out, Georgia is probably the largest single customer. The state of Georgia is probably the largest single customer for Blue Cross Blue Shield. Uh, but but that's that's when it started. It has its genesis in that dispute. Um, it's when they basically told uh, policyholders, if you take your baby to the doctor uh, in the middle of the night, we think it should have waited. Then you know we're only going to reimburse like like you waited. 
Okay, so what should happen moving forward? Well, the first the first thing that should be done is all uh, Piedmont and Blue Cross Blue Shield should agree to put the money that is in dispute in an escrow account. So Blue Cross Blue Shield could reimburse. It could be held by much like you do when you buy a piece of real estate. You put it in an escrow account, and then you could figure out how to. Once you figure out what the contract is going forward, all you have to simply do is take the money in dispute and apply the current rates to it. So, so there, there is an easy way uh, to solve this. If Blue Cross Blue Shield would pay, especially for current customers, if they would pay the money into the pool, Piedmont would agree to set it aside, protect it basically, and then once the contract, the reimbursement rates are worked out, go divide the money accordingly. Uh, Jim Beck, Insurance uh, uh, Commissioner Candidate. Quick question here. Can all of that be done? Can any of that be done? Well, just uh, fix the reimbursement rates. It seems to me the one place you get the money is from the insurance premium payer. Uh, is there any way to do right. this without impacting the rates those people pay? If Blue Cross Blue Shield will treat the, the reimbursement rates um, under the old contract, put the money in an escrow account, and then settle it up afterwards. I mean, this is this is what happens. I mean, when two, people, two parties have a contract dispute, usually what happens is uh, they set aside the money, and then they divide it up on a look back once they see what the, the deal is. Frankly, this is just uh, heavy-handedness, in my opinion, by Blue Cross Blue Shield. Um, you know, it, it's, it's disappointing because uh, I don't care if a hospital wins. I don't care if an insurance company wins. I want the consumer who paid for the premium to win. Uh, they are ultimately the customer. I've never allowed an organization I've run to have an org chart produced with me at the top of it. Even though I've served as CEO or president, we always work for our customer. And they, I think they have lost sight of the fact that it's not about Blue Cross Blue Shield. It's not about Piedmont. It's about the policy holder. Jim Beck with his candidate for state insurance commissioner's office. As as difficult as this is for those state employees, those professors and faculty and staff down at the University of Georgia and others all over the state are having to deal with this. In one respect, I think it's almost good for people like, well, Jim Beck and Jay Florence and Tracy Jordan, some of the others. Those are the Republicans, a couple of Democrats as well, running for state insurance commissioner. In this respect, it's good for you folks as candidates. Uh, Typically, one of these down-ballot races, not a lot of people pay a lot of attention. Right about now, I think a lot of people probably listening to what candidates for state insurance commissioner have to say. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Tim. As a matter of fact, 17% of the people vote for governor and never get to the insurance uh, commissioner's race. And it's ironic because we spend about 17% of our family income on insurance. Uh, so it kind of kind of relates the two. Uh, so it is good to get, to get uh, attention. Uh, I, I will tell you, my heart goes out to people who are in current course of treatment. If you're waiting to have a baby uh, and you have a Piedmont doctor, um, you know, my wife is undergoing some cancer treatment. Uh, we are not at Piedmont, but and but we are Blue Cross Blue Shield customers. And have we been at Piedmont? What would we have been faced to do? Look for another oncology doctor? It's 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 just and it really it's just unconscionable that the situation has been allowed to exist as long as possible, as long as it has. Jim, back again. We'll see you tomorrow afternoon, you and all these other candidates. Uh, tomorrow afternoon, yes. this candidates rally in Colbert, in Madison County, the depot there in Colbert. We get started at 4 o'clock. We'll see you then. Thanks for joining us now. Best of luck on the yes. campaign trail. Check out the website, jimbeckforgeorgia.com. Jimbeckforgeorgia.com.